Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the IC Old People Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Bruce. The IC Old People Podcast is a reflection of aging, often centered around my own aging. I'm a recently minted senior, as most of you already know, and I am enjoying the beginning of my last 30 years. Today is July 21st, 2020, as we continue to live in the time of madness. Well, I certainly uh, made an impact with my last podcast. It was interesting to uh, see some of the notes that I received uh, as feedback from it. One in particular that I want to talk about, but even more so, I was swarmed by bots and I uh, often I often have one or two bots that kind of um, I they I think they monitor maybe from Apple or from uh, Google they monitor whether uh, there's profanity or whether you can have that G rating for your podcast and it was kind of surprising that I had nine uh, bots of on the last podcast so I'm not sure what triggered that perhaps the word medical tyranny. I'll repeat that. Medical tyranny possibly was the reason that uh, so many were on there because I have a list right here on, in Storage Closet Studios. I have a list of words that I actually never will use. When I talk about a time of madness, I know that you all know what I'm talking about, but I particularly don't use certain words. But medical tyranny was used quite often, so I'm, I'm repeating it a few times today just to see if I get the same reaction. Very, very interesting. I actually had a note from somebody saying that I better be careful because I'm bordering on hate speech. So calling medical doctors, calling out their roots as snake oil salesmen, in this person's opinion, was somehow bordering on hate speech. I've been 35 years as a chiropractor. I've been called a charlatan, a quack. I have had medical doctors tell their patients they would not, they would discharge them from their practice if they continued to see me. I have a friend who rented a space in a medical center that was owned publicly by the county and all of the doctors uh, went on strike basically until he was thrown out. So if there's any hate speech going on, the hate speech has been towards my profession for the last hundred years and uh, they've actually formed formal task forces on the elimination of our profession. Okay, look it up in Wikipedia. Find out how medical persecution of any type of alternative care has been going on forever. So I think I'm very, very safe to say that these people had their origins as snake oil salesmen. And right now they basically are symptom treaters, a pill for an ill. Okay, I don't consider that to be anything other than the truth. So I'm going to leave it at that. In fact, I'm going to leave the whole topic of chiropractic soon. Today, I'm, I'm actually kind of surrounded by, by quotes and everything and a lot of things. And I'm going to read a little story that I wrote last year. And it has to do with chiropractic. But then that's it. I'm going to drop it because I don't think you guys are really interested in chiropractic. You guys are interested in aging and the process of aging. And also some of you are actually interested in, uh, in what's going on in my life. So when I did finally make the decision to retire, and you'll tell from my story that I read, uh, this decision has been going on for a while. I've been very, very unhappy with the medicalization of my profession. I guess to give you a little bit of a background, 
I'm what you would call a straight chiropractor, okay? My only modality is the manual adjustment of the spine. I realign the spine to make sure that the nerves and the nervous system are functioning as, uh, as well as they possibly can. Okay, so the best example of something like that is sciatica. Sciatica is usually a pinched nerve in the gluteal area. It causes a pinching of the sciatic nerve. The sciatic nerve runs down the back of the leg. People come limping in, came limping into my office with this problem. And what I would do is I would manually remove the pressure off that nerve. Okay, and that, that, was, that is what is called a manual adjustment. So that's my that's my main that was my only modality, uh, and my whole profession, my type of profession, my straight chiropractic friends, my straight chiropractic part of the profession, uh, continues to do this type of. Uh, we're also called neurological based chiropractors because we're concentrating on the spine and the nerves. Over the last few years, particularly uh, new graduates, uh, the emphasis on adjusting has been has been removed, and it's kind of moved to much much more of a medical physiotherapy model. And so, right now, you go into a chiropractor's office, and it's hard to say what you're going to get there. You're going to get some massage, maybe. You're going to get some electrotherapy, you know, on your muscles. Maybe you're going to get some other techniques of stretching and whatnot, and then uh, the adjustment is some kind of like added thing at the end, if if at all. Uh, I, I'm sad to say that there are some chiropractors that don't man manually adjust at all anymore. So that's a sad state of affairs. So anyway, I finally made the decision to retire. And when you make a decision and you actually follow through with it and commit to it, so many other things start to open up. And another door has opened up for me recently. Uh, just it's amazing uh, that it came into place. So it made me think of this quote from Goethe. I think it's pronounced Goethe. He's a German philosopher. It's been on my wall for 30 years, and uh, I'm going to just read it to you right now. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness concerning all acts of initiative and creation. There is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you can do or dream, you can. Begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Almost within 24 hours of making my decision and making it final to, uh, to quit chiropractic, another door is opening for me. And I'm going to uh, talk about that in another podcast as it moves along, and it is quite exciting for me. So like I said, it's been a few years that I've really been unhappy with the profession and I'm trying to, uh, you know, kind to come to terms with that. That's part of me talking about this now. But I came across this story that I had written. Uh, let me see the dates on it. It was July 2018. So two years ago, I wrote this story. And uh, it, it's, it's kind of a parable, I guess, is, is what you would call it. Um, I, I, I think this is what I'm going to read to you today and you know I'm going to keep the podcast at, at this point 
And then I'm going to leave the, the subject because, like I said, I really don't believe that you are tuning in to listen to me talk about chiropractic. But I'm going to talk about it one more time, and I'm going to read my short story to you. The Last Chiropractor. The last chiropractor placed his hand gently on her spine. He felt the almost in bumps and grooves, but through his hands he saw levers and planes he felt energy flow in multiple directions, but he also felt energy stop dead in its tracks. A system of order and intelligence flowed under his palms, and he connected to it with a synchronized lock that made him one with his patient. At that exact moment, when the energy of the patient and the energy of the last chiropractor melded, it was at that precise moment that he delivered the thrust, fast and shallow, the spinal vertebra moved easily into its proper alignment. He transferred all his healing energy into that movement, and life flowed again for his patient. He sat quickly after the adjustment and bid goodbye to his relieved patient while still on his stool. Once she had left the room, he reached for his walking stick and slowly got himself standing, his bones creaking in rebellion. He stretched his own spine and lifted his head high. He walked into the next room. He had 127 more patients scheduled that day. After that, he would see walk-ins, and when he closed his clinic at 9 p.m., he would visit his shut-ins. The last chiropractor would lay his own spine down to rest just before midnight, as he did every night. At dawn, he will do it all again and again. The summer of 2050 was hot and humid, like every summer before it. There was a difference, though. This summer, the last chiropractor had trouble breathing, and his joints were swollen and painful. He felt for the first time in his life that his mission was almost over. His mortal body had simply... In 45 minutes, he, had, he was ready to enter his office. The people had been waiting for him, many for hours. At times, people slept overnight at the office front door. As his day began, he reflected on his age for a moment before moving on. He could not have imagined that he would continue to feel such responsibility for the health of so many people. When he was young, it was not difficult to care for so many. But this summer, the last chiropractor was 91 years old. He daydreamed of a time when he stood shoulder to shoulder with thousands of colleagues. The chiropractors of his younger years helped legions of people improve and restore their health. They taught generations of people the importance of the spine and nervous system. He knew they were the glory years, a time he remembered with such fondness. He missed his many friends. He missed getting his spine adjusted himself. His attempts to adjust himself were often comical and rarely successful. The last chiropractor helped many people every single day, but at this moment, when his life seemed to be slipping away, he was left without aid. There were no reserves. Reinforcements in the battle for health had stopped arriving years ago. Putting his finger on the problem was difficult, but the events over the last decades swam in his head. It could have started when the governing board set, bent the knee to the medical establishment and barred their members from talking about or advising on medical procedures. 
In the 1990s, it was vaccines. Later, it was any medications, and finally, the anti-chiropractic purge of the 2020s. Social media and the Medical Pharmaceutical Alliance began attacking all alternative approaches to health. First, they came for the homeopaths, then the naturopaths, and finally, they came for the chiropractors. The purge was devastating and fatal, but the end of chiropractic started long before that. In a long past era, chiropractors started watering down the power of the adjustment. They started selling orthotics and vitamins. They started using laser machines and giving Botox injections. Many in those days willingly dropped the name chiropractor from their office doors, and they stopped adjusting with their hands. Simple gadgets or complex machines became the new way to move vertebra. It was easy for them to move on when the purge occurred. Many had left chiropractic behind years before. The last chiropractor stayed focused on his art and his passion. He refused to capitulate. They blacklisted him and they stripped him of his license. He practiced now in anonymity, under the radar, knowing that he would be arrested and jailed if caught. He mourned the loss of his profession, but only in passing. The last chiropractor had people to see. So there you go. One of my little prolific short stories that I wrote two years ago. And now here I am retired. <clears throat> New doors are opening up for me. And I'm starting to put chiropractic in the past. But it was really good to me. Chiropractic was wonderful to me. I stayed true to my principles throughout. I, did, I never did capitulate. I am a straight chiropractor. I retired as a straight chiropractor, and I'm proud of that. And I'm proud of the colleagues that are still going on. There's many of them that I could name, but I dare not. And they are uh, wonderful, wonderful people. They're still out there, and I, I urge you to seek them out when you, are, when you need care, uh, when you need to be functioning at your very, very best. So here I am again, all kind of uh, emotional over this topic. And that's one of the reasons I'm going to let it go. This will be the last time I talk about chiropractic. But uh, I, I really am glad I was able to share this with you. A story like that, you know, it doesn't get published. Uh, no one ever would have read it. So now at least uh, a few people in the world have heard it. If anyone wants a hard copy of it, you could certainly just email me and I'll send it to you. Again, it was kind of apocalyptic. The changes that I talked about in there are occurring. There has not been this big purge, but uh, it's subtle. It's subtle. The destruction of the profession is, uh, is definitely uh, ongoing and it's happening slowly, slowly but surely. That's it. Kind of a negative podcast. I hate to uh, end on this note. So what can I talk about? Oh, I, I know. I'll talk about my beautiful dog. I've got Bella here in the in Storage Closet Studios with me this morning. And it's nice to have her here. It kind of warms up the studio knowing that I've got another uh, uh, being with me, my beautiful Bella the dog. She's been a wonderful, wonderful companion. 
It was a gorgeous morning out in uh, in Norfolk County this morning. Kind of cool, kind of crisp, which is really nice. It's going to go up into the mid-80s today, like it has been every day for the last uh, two or three weeks. But uh, uh, it's it's easy to take, you know. I uh, I enjoy a cool morning. The the nights are going down to about 68 degrees, which is really nice for the house to cool down. Uh, what else is going on? I'm still trying to stay healthy. I'm, I'm exercising every day, trying to do everything I can to keep my body healthy and strong. I keep my mind healthy and strong. One of the ways I'm keeping my mind healthy and strong is I'm continuing to uh, to live a sober life. I'm, I'm going on to my sixth week of sobriety now after a year and a half with a, with a very bad relapse. The relapse is starting to become ancient history. I'm starting to feel back to my old self. And my old self is, uh, is a sober person who uh, enjoys life, enjoys a cup of coffee and a, uh, and a cup of tea as opposed to a beer or a glass of wine. And life is wonderful. Life has so much to offer. I laugh more. I have more joy in my heart. I have more excitement in my heart than I ever had when I was drinking. Drinking um, alcohol is a depressant. Uh, it was clear and obvious to me that when I started into my relapse back uh, in March, well, I guess it was April, beginning of April, when I started back into that relapse, the depression followed right behind. And then it took a long time for the depression to lift, even after I stopped drinking. But the depression is long gone now, as is my desire to drink alcohol. I still have some insomnia, but it seems to be getting better and better every day. So I'm starting to fall asleep after two hours instead of four hours. So I'm taking that as a good improvement. So life is good. You know, chiropractic is still struggling on. I'm not giving up on it completely. But that was my sentiments. That was two years ago I wrote The Last Chiropractor. And uh, it was really how I felt about the profession and how it was going. So I finally made the decision to retire. And it was the best decision I ever made. All kinds of new doors are opening. And I'm excited for the future. So I'm going to leave it at that. I want to thank you again for listening. If you've listened to the end, you know I love you. Thank you so much. Uh, this is Dr. Bruce. This has been the ICO Old People podcast. If you want to find us on the internet, you can find us at icoldpeople.ca. And we're also on Spotify and Apple and Podbeam. So, and, and others, I think. But anyway, that's where I know we're, we are for sure because that's where I get listeners from. So thank you all who take the time to listen to me. And uh, I will see you NT. I will see you next Tuesday. Make sure you come on back. Mm-hmm.